Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bag Talk, episode eight. Today, we have a very interesting conversation with our friend Rachel, where we talk about preservation, Hermes, and all sorts of other bag-related stuff. Like the best way to store your Hermes, just like the archivists, the grails and goblins of bags, and what's happening in boutiques these days. So buckle up, because this is a packed pod. <clears throat> yeah, this is our friend Rachel. She is a longtime friend of James's and mine. Uh, a longtime, uh, you know, expert in the bags field uh, in many ways and in different ways than us. So we mm -hmm. thought it'd be fun to have you on the pod to talk about your unique vision of the handbag market. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's such a lovely introduction. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were just discussing Teddy Kellys and how now that the mini Teddy Kellys are out, the big Teddy Kellys are going to tank in value. Well, tank. I expect they'll drop by about 25% in value. Okay. If they're currently going for like 55000 in two years, they'll be going for 35000 The So the mini ones have just been released. Yeah. And those are going for like eighty to 95000 Wow. That's kind of crazy. I don't know. They strike me as very Y2K. So I guess that's why they're, yeah. you know. No, yeah. That's hot that's, now. I think that their market will really mirror the mini Picnic Kellys. You yeah. think it's going to go that high? Well, yeah. I mean, those average now, like, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I bet it's like 60, 65. And sometimes they go for like 100,000. Wow. I personally see no... If I had a choice between a mini Kelly and a Picnic Kelly, it's no choice. I would take the Picnic <laughs> Kelly any day. Yes, girl. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> Just personal preference. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know this Isn't, is <laughs> what it is, Rachel. Is it's instinct? You have great bag instincts. I just have. Oh, I I know I'm supposed to back this up with like market research, but <laughs> girl, <laughs> only Max can do that here. I was say, you just have to back it up with your experience and your feelings. It's all vibes. It's all vibes yes. to me. <laughs> exactly, vibes to the max for yeah. sure. Vibes. Well, if you want some data, the mini picnic Kelly. Uh, actually takes two craftspeople to make a wicker weaver and a leather person oh. and i bet it wears better than the teddy the shearling teddy like over time oh. the wicker is delicate That's but i think that it could handle a little bit more wear i worry about that wicker you know all that um you know it could break so easily that's sort of what i worry about about the picnic kelly i always always was afraid of its fragility mm. Yeah, I get that. But I've never seen a damaged one. Yeah, people take good care of them. Yeah. But also the wicker, like the problem with wicker is over time, as it like chips away, it gets weaker and weaker and weaker. Yeah, so eventually exactly. it starts to break more. So let's wait for yeah. 10 to 15 20 years. Days. Yeah. And then you'll start seeing some beat <laughs> mini picnic Kellys. I also wonder if because they're so precious, they actually, you know, they get taken out less often. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, there's there's exceptions. I, you know, met this one woman who literally carried her snow Faubourg Birkin every day. Wow, what a bad bitch. <laughs> yeah, all of her. Seriously. But to the point of, like, delicate wicker, yeah. um, I know this antique dealer in Paris, and one thing that she specializes in is Victorian wicker furniture, oh, which holds up quite well. 
you know, so I don't think wicker's like feathers, for example, True. where it's really just not going to last. No. True. It's not feathers, but as soon as it's damaged, how easy is it to repair? Does Hermes even repair wicker? I don't think so. It's going to say. I don't know. You'd have to, you'd have to bring That's it to the question. spa and see what they right. would Right. And they might be like, sorry. <laughs> Which would be so cruel. It would be. Yeah, I bet they could remove the broken pieces and reweave uh, expertly. What do those but we'd have to experiment with this. Yeah. We'd have to break a wicker bag and take <laughs> oh, it Oh, dear in. Lord. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate experience. You know, we could take after, um, what was that guy's name? H6, H-S-I-X-X, and just make an mm -hmm. entire account based on damaging bags and seeing if Hermes will fix them. <laughs> oh, my God. That account yeah. gave me... An ulcer <laughs> made me sick. seriously so many ulcers. <laughs> he was iconic. He's gone now. I know. Tragic. He's no longer with us. He's no longer on oh, Instagram. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, I thought he was gone, gone, but maybe he's not. <laughs> Sorry, I think he's... I don't think I heard of him dying. Okay, <laughs> maybe I'm confusing him with Nas, but yeah, yeah, maybe not. R.I.P. A true hero. Um, but to the point of you know things that get damaged and preserving stuff. Mm -hmm. Rachel, uh, we hear that you are something of an expert in preservation. Well, you know, I do have a master's degree in museum and fashion studies. Yeah. Oh where I learned wow. a lot about all of the different, you know, ways to preserve and conserve textiles and related items. So, Fonsei. Great Fonsei. Um, how do you use this expertise in like the preservation and storage of bags? What are some of your tips for our wonderful bag world listeners? Tips and tricks. Hmm. Well, this might sound a little bit nerdy, but I store all of my handbags in archival grade, museum grade, acid-free materials. So I actually, <laughs> um, you know, I, I buy those, those through like, um, library science catalogs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Does everyone hear that, listeners? Take note. That Take is note. like expert level taking Ex care of your bags. Expert level. I'm a big customer of Gaylord Archival Supplies. <laughs> Shout, That's out. Shout, Shout out. out. <laughs> well, sorry, I was just taking a sip of my espresso tea. Oh my gosh, I'm drinking oh, the you same are. thing. Oh my gosh, you guys Cheers. are mashy mashy. Yours kind of brings you up and brings you down at the same time. <laughs> exactly. I heard it was invented by a model in a London bar who asked the bartender uh, if he could make her something that would wake her up and fuck her. <laughs> I love that. That's the energy right there. That is really mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. Well, back to conservation and preservation. Um, yes. you know, the leather itself, like, I think we know that Hermes bags are made to last. Like these are not disintegrating before our eyes, you know, like fast, <laughs> like fast fashion or something is. Um, so in terms of the actual leather bags, you know, if we're not talking about like picnic Kelly's or, um, you know, bags that have multiple, multiple materials mixed with leather on them, um, they really should need like minimal intervention in terms mm -hmm. of, um, as long as you're handling and caring for them properly. Um, 
Now, does that mean for leather bags, like regularly uh, using leather lotion on them? No. To so them? I should come out and no. say that leather lotion is essentially the devil. <laughs> Yeah, so across the board, like museum conservators that deal with leather, um, a lot of this actually comes from the bookbinding community um, because uh, like, you know, rare and antique books were were made with leather. Um, So Mm -hmm. a lot of this conservation philosophy comes from those people. But um, they essentially say not to condition your bags at all. Um, and that actually they can, that can cause a lot of problems. Like for instance, it damages like the finish, it can change the color of the bag. Um, and in general, it sort of causes more deterioration and causes more problems than it solves. This would be, of course, if you don't want any, if you don't want it, and even in that case, I would still, I talked to a, a, a client who was saying like, that when her essay at Hermes told her that a certain bag was likely to uh-huh. patina, and then she learned what that meant, that she was like, okay, now I know that that's the word I 100% want to avoid. That's what I don't want for my bags. I thought that was fascinating because some well, people love some a good people patina. love a good patina, and we know that certain leathers patina better than others. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Like box, for example, I'm curious because over time box can sort of dry and crack and if you're not going to condition it like how do you well so first what i would advise is storing your handbags correctly in the first place so you don't get the situation where your bags are drying out but i understand that like you know if you have a vintage bag um you know i first of all i would advise uh, you know against doing any conditioning on your own i think there are some very rare cases where if you send your bag back to the Hermes spa or if you send your bag to like a very reputable um, you know, service, you know, artisan, like for instance, I just had a bag repaired by, uh, leather surgeons, a 28 centimeter box. Kelly looks freaking fabulous. They did an amazing job. I am so happy. Um, but I, what's that? So there was, so there were some scratches and so they like buffed them out and they're almost like imperceptible now. Yeah, that's it's box beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. it's got such a beautiful shine now that it never even had before. So it looks nice. it looks better than you know when I bought it. Excellent. That's yeah. that's, that's what you can see. That's why I love box has a special place in my heart for that reason alone, is it doesn't really ever get sad or bad looking. Like you can always mm-hmm. buff it and it looks better than brand new. You know, oh, it's like a resurrection. God. It's yeah. literally amazing. I mean, it truly is like a resurrection. I mean, this bag is from, I think, the 80s. Um, but it's an cool. absolute resurrection. Yeah. So box will always hold a special place in my heart for that reason alone. It's such yeah. a good material. And it's the OG. oldest leather that they used. Yeah. It's the OG leather. Yeah. yeah. 1890 yeah. or something. Crazy. Joseph Box. Shout out. Oh, really? <laughs> Shout Wait, out to Wait, I don't Joseph know this Box. story. Yeah. Is there... Well, that's the uh, shoemaker, the British shoemaker to the stars, who the leather is named after. I learned something new today. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can you can get box with other designers too. Like Celine has box leather as well. Okay, okay. And I think a couple others that I can't think of right now. That 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 finish. Yeah. Uh, Somehow I don't think that Celine's box leather is as good as Hermes's. (laughs) No, it's not finished the same, and it's not done to the same. Like the bag isn't made the same way. It's it's. 
it's more to it than just the leather. It's like how the bag's constructed and Celine's not Hermes. And it's also like the source of yeah. the skins themselves, you know? Like right. I I think that Hermes' suppliers are probably like, you know, yeah. I mean, I know that they're the highest quality out there. And they're reserving the best skins right. for Absolutely. Hermes. Hermes definitely gets dibs. But I'm I'm curious because I don't know where they source their box. I'm I'm wondering if it's French because Celine's is Italy Italian box. So I wonder if there's also country differences between qualities of box leather. Nobody cares about this except us three. But I, mean, I care. <laughs> yeah, and Peter Nix. True, and, Peter uh, Nix. You know. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> there are people who care. There are some people who care. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I have a question. So you store your bags in archival yes. boxes. What's the sort of timeline where you might see a difference between storing it in an, archi- an archival box versus the regular? Well, I box? feel like this is a really good question. <clears throat> we don't actually know. You know, I would love to see, I would love to go sort of like explore the collections of people who have had, you know, their bags stored in like Hermes boxes for over 30 years because we don't really also know how long these Hermes box. Like, what's the oldest actual Hermes box that you guys have seen? Oh, yeah, oh, seen really old. I wonder what materials they're making them out of. Because now, you know, it's it's cardboard. It's a very high quality mm-hmm. cardboard, but it's still cardboard. Yeah. Well, back then they transitioned to using the cardboard. I think that you know, older boxes were done in okay. vellum, so um, which is where that sort of texture is derived from. But during mm-hmm. the war. They switched to paper, and that's also when they switched to orange, which was a really cheap mm-hmm. color dye and plentiful during the war. Oh, this is war. such great information. Yeah, there's a lot of wow. history around the boxes. Well, the problem with... So how do you yeah. preserve your boxes when you keep so your bags separate? I don't really worry so much about the bags <laughs> as much as I worry about preserving the boxes, because we know that um, cardboard itself is a very acidic material, and so it's disintegrating you know, it's not really designed to last. So it's degrading at a much, um, you know, quicker, quicker rate. You know, the bags are very much made to last, but, um, you know, in an ideal universe, you would also store your boxes in like acid-free buffered tissue paper and then Mm -hmm. those inside of archival boxes. And that would sort of like negate the acidic environment that the box itself is creating. Mm-hmm. that's like what a paper you know a paper oh, conservator might do but that being said like who has space for that <laughs> i know that's, that's, next, that's next level next that's level. like if you were in a museum situation and you had like your collection in like an off-site like art storage facility that was like temperature controlled so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. most of us unfortunately don't have that there are services that provide you know, you could provide that for your handbags, but, um, you know, I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah. I think, ba- like, sorry, based on what you just said, Rachel, I think we should petition Hermes to move away from planned obsolescence. They need to create, <laughs> need to create boxes that stay on the test of time like it, their bags do. Exactly. We need to, yes. Yeah, we need to petition them now. <laughs> we should petition for vellum again, because. Yes. Yeah. I will sign up to that. Uh, what is that? Um, Kickstarter, whatever. Yeah, bring the donation back, thing is bring back vellum. Bring yes. <laughs> they should use that for like the diamond hemas, the limited they, edition they boxes. They really should, yeah. you know. 
Well, mm-hmm. they used to do those really. Do you put desiccants in your bags so to keep them dry? I don't. That's a really good question and something I haven't really explored. I haven't seen desiccants that are like archival grade. Um, I'm not. And museums don't use those. They just control the whole environment. So museums don't use them. What they do is they um, want to control the relative humidity like through their HVAC systems, for instance. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like keeping their their collections away from like water sources and, you know, preventing any type of, you know, relative humidity imbalances right from the get-go. They're controlling, you know, the environment. So they wouldn't really need desiccants. But, you know, maybe in a, in a home situation, that might be a good idea. But yeah, I would definitely advent, uh, advise against like storing your bag somewhere where it's high humidity. That's not ideal. Totally. I would see this all the time with bags oh, coming really? from Hawaii. Such a like, problem. Humidity issues under the plastic Just with coming the hardware. Off. Sweaty oh, ostrich. God. What a nightmare. All sorts yeah, of things. That in yeah. uh, Southern mm-hmm. Florida. Yeah. If they're not yeah. careful. Most of the homes in Southern Florida, though, are really temperature controlled because nobody likes how humid it is there. Humid it is, yeah. But there's still, you know, you take your bag outside, it's eating up that humidity. Mm-hmm. Or Houston, yeah. Texas. Wow. I mean. Our Texas that's... friends, salute. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But Texas luck. is kind of dry, right? Or I'm not Parts sure. Parts of it, but Houston, and co- closer to the coast, it's like, it's swampy. Like Dallas is, I think a swamp, actually yeah. a swamp. So it depends on where you are. You know, you don't want it to be bone dry, yeah. but you also don't want it to be super humid. So you want it somewhere in between, probably around like 55 or 60% relative humidity in that general range. But you don't want the temperature to fluctuate too much. That causes a lot of issues where like True. you go from like, you know, a freezing temperature to an ultra humid one, it kind of the expansion and the contraction of That's exactly, like exactly. Out. Yeah. It kind of shocks yeah. the leather. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're like on a trip from like Palm beach to Aspen. <laughs> right. Yeah. Be Watch the humidity. Watch oh. the humidity levels. <laughs> yeah. Now, like when you use your bags, because I've met like sneakerhead guys who, whenever they wear their sneakers, and as soon as they get home, they'll take them off and clean the yeah. soles, like with oh, a little gosh. toothbrush and that's you know, so soapy extra. Water. So, I mean, how do you use your bags carefully and like thoughtfully and preservationally minded? So usually, when I'm like carrying my bags, I'm coming home really late from like dinner or something, and maybe not in. <laughs> Mm -hmm. 100% you know I've had a few drinks or whatever but you know the next day I think the best thing to do would be to sort of wipe down your bag with like a microfiber cloth um I would advise don't don't put water on your bags um maybe that works on shoes but I wouldn't absolutely not put water on bags on Hermes handbags um so what I do is I I make sure that I stuff I don't overstuff my bags, but I like to sort of give them a little bit of support with, um, I, I'm such a mm-hmm. nerd. I actually have made like little cushions out of muslin and batting that I, yeah, that I put in my bags, you know, each, each bag has its own like specific cushion that is supposed to con, you know, that contours to its size and shape. So I'll put the cushion back in, um, 
I always, you know, will like fasten the bag. Um, I don't like things kind of like hanging out. If I'm really feeling up for it, I'll put like the little um, tiny little dust bag on like the pochette and stuff. Um, <laughs> but like I don't put the felt, you know, mm-hmm. on certain bags that are really special to me, like I'll put the felt back on. Um, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm speaking ideally, yeah. like I could be a lot better personally at <laughs> at this at these practices girl you're light years ahead of everyone yeah. else so I, no, but about it. Yeah, I mean I've seen so many collections of bags that are just like jammed oh together, yeah have like, you seen like Kiara I actually don't know how to yes oh, that, that's exactly God. what I was thinking of Kiara Faragri's it, it, oh my gosh triggering I mean I didn't see that many Hermes bags <laughs> laying around but I did see the Chanel bag no but just cramming oh. all those Chanel bags in all there with the chains up. all tangled like a up mess. oh my goodness um, but I would absolutely mm-hmm. make sure that your bags are stored out of sunlight or direct light of any kind artificial light sunlight um, make sure they're in a dust bag um, the light over time can really compound and affect the um, you know the vibrancy of of the colors on your bag yeah now let's say you want to keep your bags yeah, on display though. You want to see them. Is there like a type of yeah, light that's okay? I think like a about special this bulb? You know, I see a lot of collections that are displayed and I get it. They're beautiful objects. They're objects of art. You want to see them. Um, but you know, it might be good to sort of like rotate out the bags that are on display so that the same ones aren't getting all of that light at once. Um but you can definitely get, uh, you can get filters that you can put on your lights that are going to like, uh, it's going to filter out the really damaging UV rays. Or they're not UV, it's not UV from the oh, sun, nice. but, you know, if you look at a light spectrum, there are, mm-hmm. you know, there are uh, like specific, frequencies. I it's called frequencies that are more damaging. And so you can get definitely. filters from like, for instance, these like Gaylord, this this website that will, you know, filter those out. Um, you know, if you really wanted to, you could get like custom displays made with like mm-hmm. museum glass, mm-hmm. which is also going to filter out those lights, you know, that frequency of light. Oh yeah. You got to put in the extra You know, if you're like a real bags. nerd, it might be worth it. Um, plus you also get to change out what you see every day. So you're not looking at the same bag. It's kind of a plus, you know, it's not even, it's not even a downside to have to switch out your bags. Yeah. I love finding something in my closet and being like, oh, I forgot. (laughs) I even put this on I do that too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I know I see it's. It's tough because you don't want to hide your bags away, but they also need to take little rests every once in a while. Mm-hmm. They're tired. Mm-hmm. Hermes oh, says that I? in their little care booklet. They're like, let your bag yeah, rest every once so in funny. a while. They need, you know, I think about when I'm putting yeah. my bags like back in their boxes and putting the cushions back in. I think like, it's time for your nap. <laughs> it's time for bed. <laughs> I, I don't know if you would remember this, Rachel, but we That's used so to have funny. a client back in the day that would put their bags back in their box to go to sleep <laughs> when they were like taking them out of the room after we were done looking at them. Max, do you remember this? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> Mine. My memory and my memory only. <laughs> so many eccentrics. 
It was so cute, though. I was like, this is next level, oh, but yeah. I'm about it. So cute. Yeah. I mean, the Hermes market, like, attracts such mm-hmm. interesting people, I think. I think yeah. Um, Rachel, what do you think is attractive about Hermes bags? In general or to me? Both. Like, what do you think attracts people in general to them? And how do you view them uh, in your, you know, personal experience in life? Well, I would say what attracts me to Hermes bags is Grace Kelly's spirit. Bless up. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> and Jane Birkin's well, spirit. Jane Birkin's too. Two good spirits. spirits. Two great spirits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to channel them. <laughs> Sister, Sister spirits. spirits. Every time I carry my bags, I'm trying to yes. channel them. Conduit. <laughs> no, but you know, yeah, it's a conduit. No, but like in all seriousness, I'm going to talk first about my experience. Like I'm a real Kelly girl. And I just think that the design is like one of the most incredible designs like I have ever seen. Um, I know this sounds like a little nerdy, but it's just – like the shape of the bag, the shape of the handle, like relative to the purport, like proportionately to the corners of the bag is just like so perfect. Like I can't imagine a better design of it, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you know, I'm going to say something. I think it's really cliche, but it's like the craftsmanship, the craftsmanship, you know, it's oh, just sure. like you can't get past that sometimes, even though I know that's you can really feel like it. what every single person says, but it's just like the hand feel of the bag is really incredible. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's really inimitable mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I almost feel like you can feel the history. I feel like there's a mystery and a lore that's underneath that, that there, feeling of craftsmanship. There's something mystical. Yeah. yeah, there's something mystical about it. You know, you feel like this is so cheesy, but like you're, you know, you're, yeah, you're holding like, yeah, like a historical mm-hmm. object or something. It feels really yeah. special. Yeah. yeah. And that Kelly handle itself is just like a, such a master piece of leather craftsmanship. It takes hours and hours and like, yeah, you can feel Yeah, it. you can feel it. It feels so wrought mm-hmm. and handmade. It's like very, it's like this perfect combination of like, it's like hefty, but it's also very, I don't want to say delicate because it's not delicate. The design itself looks, you know, kind of mm-hmm. dainty and feminine. But like the handle has a real, you know, heft to it. Um, that just impresses yeah, it's, me. It's, it's like those, it um, the aerialists, you know, like it's so, it's bearing so much weight, but it looks so effortless. It's like that. Yeah, I totally yeah. relate to that point. Mm, beautiful. So this is so poetic. <laughs> I speak in poetry. Really well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so funny. But... One of my favorite things to do I've discovered recently is uh, feeding an article into chat GPT and asking it to distill it oh into God, a haiku. I, I love that. <laughs> and what are... How are the results? Well, the results are just wonderful. I mean, you could feed it like a whole article about... So- anything off the new york times and it'll <laughs> reduce it to three lines oh my gosh that, so that's what you do all day max now i know <laughs> what you spend your time with <laughs> loling at haikus yeah. from the new york times <laughs> yes 
So I had some vibey questions for you, Rachel, actually. Oh, good. Tell us a story of the one that got away. It's open-ended, and it could be any bad. Open-ended. The one that got away. Tell us about her, him or her. Well, I get them all. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. (laughs) Yes. No regrets. No regrets. They don't get away from me. I hunt them down. (laughs) Yes. A real lioness. (laughs) Um, Love that. Yeah, but I was thinking about this question and I was like, I don't know, you know, because, you know, I'm not, I don't spend time like combing too much. Like I get one bag a year, right? So I try not to spend too much time combing when I know that it's like not time to you know, to like double down and get the bag because I just get so emotional about it. I'll feel really bad about what I lost and I could have had this and, oh my God, the price of this was so good. And so, um, you know, I try to turn it off when it's time to turn it off, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been there. <laughs> I get that. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time I to turn it on, you just I you right right in. In and you I get everyone's opinion. You two are my best consigliere. Yeah. We both did the same thing. <laughs> Ew. Um, and I just, and I just hone right in. James, what's the one that got away yeah, from you? Tell us about that, James. Oh my gosh, I would have the same answer. There's so many. I, I see. I feel like it's not the one that got gets away from me. It's the one that screws like me the last over. One that the one that, <laughs> well, the one that screws you over. <laughs> Okay, so I've had many encounters with handbags that have screwed me over. I there was a Picatin. A Picatin. Everybody here knows this Picatin. I paid nearly six grand for oh, at auction. God. Wait, what color was it again? It was blue Aztec, which is a great color, but still not worth six grand for this Picatin. I think it was twenty. It was either 2010 or 2014 and I can't remember I don't think 2014 because turquoise was coming out then so I don't mm-hmm. I don't think they would have been doing that wrong what is it <laughs> turquoise was discontinued by 2014 anyways continue oh <laughs> maybe that's what I got it spot discontinued in 2014 and not coming out in 2014 at least by 2014 I feel like turquoise was discontinued in like 2010 maybe 2018 no, you know turquoise is like a pre-2010s color no because Turquoise came out with the weed smelling bags. No, no, no. Or it no, didn't no, come no. out. Turquoise it was, was out. It that. was out. Turquoise came out with like fuchsia. No, no, no. Not, and Verdani. Not introduced. Back in the day. It was existing. Not introduced. It was existing in 2014. Yeah, it, they produced it for a while. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I just know. But it really wasn't like a 2014 color. No. I think it was Blue Aztec. Wasn't it Blue Aztec? Yeah, the Pikachu was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know it was blue ass. Anyway, continue. I don't know how we got. We just had a heated <laughs> argument yeah. about turquoise. Yeah. How did this happen? How how did you six grand for a Pikachu? The demon took over. I don't know. The, I think the it's demon. the magpie brain thing. Magpie brain. What? That's a less dramatic way of putting it. But uh, I I just had to have it. And here was the other problem that screwed me up. In that it wasn't. It was me, but it was also not me. So the place where I bought the Pikachu has this program where you can like put max bids in. 
And yeah. unfortunately, instead of putting the max bid per item, I put the max bid oh, for, for the, the whole thing. So I ended up spending mm. way more on this one bag, getting nothing else because I had already spent my budget. Ugh. So that was my bad. Um, and then the other one was a Rouge Osh. I think it was a 31 her bag zip. It could have been a bigger one, but I think it was 31. Love And I came this, guys, this close to paying $5,500 for it. No. Because you want it that bad. Because of the same misunderstanding no, with the this time, mistake with the bidding. No, no this no. time it was all my fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said about turning off, turning it off when you got yes. to turn it off. <laughs> so I had to learn that the hard way. But thank God there was a, I was the underbidder. There was somebody else who came in. I think it was some Middle Eastern person, but they, they came in and bid one more than me. And I was able to step back and be like, this oh. is crazy. Let's stop. God. Also, let's take a moment to appreciate whoever bought that bag for like $5,500. Exactly. Yeah. I think my last bid was oh, a cut bid at $52.50 or something. And then they went the next increment and I was like, oh, saved. Wow. What, what sale was it? Um, I don't remember which one actually. I, it must have been a spring auction, to the best yeah. of my recollection, because the Pikachu was definitely holiday. I guess yeah. the heart, the heart wants what it wants, mm-hmm. and the heart just does not listen to the brain. You know what I'm well, saying? <laughs> you got to turn it off, like you were saying. Yeah. What about you, Max? Do you have one that got away? Um, the one that comes to mind that got away was a Berenia Birkin 40 Whoa. on the real reel for $3,500. No. Yeah. No. I swear. No. And I was just like, I didn't really have $3,500 to spend on a bag at the time, but I was like, I put it in my cart and I just couldn't justify it that moment. Wow. And it was gone. Do you think it was a mistake? Do you think it was a pricing error? Yeah, I mean, whoever priced it clearly did not understand. Yeah. What was they the condition? Not. Was it... Who cares? It's Perenia. I know we don't care, but the real, real yeah, cares. That was the condition. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's probably yeah. why. That's yeah. probably why. Mm-hmm. But still, who cares? It's Perenia. <laughs> it's Perenia. Right. You gotta send me these listings when you see them. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was years ago. Yeah, of course. There's, there's of always course. listings, though. Uh, you just need to know where to find them and be constantly monitoring it like Max does. Yeah, I'm just always yeah. looking. It's true. Always shopping. Mm-hmm. So, Rachel, yeah. my next vibey question mm-hmm. is, what is your grail bag and what is your goblin bag? So what do I mean by that? Your grail bag is like, this is the bag. If you could have it, you'd just die. You would be die, die happy. Oh, and your goblin die. bag is, get this away from me. I never want to see it ever again. Freesias, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. This is such, this is a really good question. So let me start. Should I start with my grail bag or my goblin bag? Whichever one came to mind you, girl. first. I think that my grail bag, let me think about this would be wait they don't make exotic selling news do they they do they do they're rare they're Mm -hmm. rare af there's one coming up in the christie's hong kong auction matte vanilla alligator 
with a butler leather handle. I have to see it. I'll, I'll send you the link. Send me the link. That's one of my favorite. So, I can put it in the chat. Oh, I know how to do this. Pop it in the chat. Pop it in the chat. Um, no, but I'm really fond of alligator. Um, you know, Matt alligator. Matt. Well, you know what? I I'm a I'm a vintage girly. I like that sort of shiny um, finish. Mm-hmm. You know, it really harkens back to the ye old mm-hmm. days. Um, yeah, there's something very contemporary and almost yeah punk. It's very edgy, yeah. you know, like a matte, a matte exotic. Yeah. Because also with the mats, <laughs> the colors are so much less jewel tone and more poppy. You know, like uh huh. I feel like that makes them more mm-hmm. contemporary and less cool vintage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is beautiful. Isn't that cool? It's they so say it's cool. Berenia uh, trim, but that I don't think that's correct. I think it's either Hunter or Butler. Butler. Leather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look at the second picture. It comes with a second strap. Oh, it does it? Yeah. Wait. With the yellow and black yeah. stripes. Could you imagine if they used oh. Berenia on this handle? That would be the stupidest thing they've ever done. Oh my god, it would get so dark. <laughs> it would be disgusting oh and rubbery. Yeah, that's another thing I have to say about, you know, preserving your bags. Do not put hand lotion on yourself oh, yeah. and then hold your handles. No. Like, do not do that. No. To your bags. It is, it yeah. is the worst. And, like, I would handle bags a lot, you know, professionally, and I don't like to wear gloves. I think that it, yeah. you know, A, you can't feel the bag, so if you're, like, authenticating it, you're not going to get a good feel for it. Right. And if you're dealing with something that's got, like, loose plastic on the hardware, that's a really quick way to take it off mm-hmm. if you have gloves really. on. Really, you're much more um, or to get fibers yes. under there. Yeah. And so people would always ask if I would post like a video of me handling a bag. I'd be like, if you could have seen the dish soap that I had used to clean my hands right before I <laughs> grabbed this thing. Yeah. Well, you know what? You got to get nitrile gloves. You don't want to yes. use those cotton ones. I learned yeah. that recently, nitrile actually, gloves. Rachel. The nitrile. Yeah. Nitrile gloves are, are yeah. it. Um. But you know what's crazy? I, this question. So it would, it would be. I don't know if it would be alligator. I feel like I should have had the answer to this question. It's a very um, deep question. It sounds really like surface level, but this it's actually deep. not because we all have had so many bags and seen so many bags. <laughs> yeah. You know you. Did I stump you? Well, I mean, it would. Start- <laughs> It would, certain, it would certainly be an exotic Stellier um, moo. Excellent. In um, 28 centimeters, that's for sure. Naturally. Because do they come in 25? I haven't seen it. I've seen Matt Stellier 25 Birkins. Yeah. Okay. No, but I'm really a Kelly girl. So, yeah. you know. If- but when you say moo, typically moo is a term reserved for materials that would only be used in retourne construction that are being used in cellier like togo yes. debatably chev fjord well um, max it's i've never seen chef that's, that's is the moo no. so if you get chev supla or souple i'm not good uh-huh. at french that yeah. would be considered moo but if you get the like traditional chevs that are harder and more shine that would not be that would be cellier this is what I was told hmm, by an yeah. insider. 
So the shiny. In my mind, a, a, a Cellier Chev 25 Kelly yeah. does not move, but anything bigger than 25 <laughs> in my mind. Max makes his own. No, rules. Because 25 Chev Kellys are not move. Yeah, they're too right. 28, debatable. 32, definitely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Have you felt the, the like, 20- really stiff Chev 35s, though? They're not moo. Like, I would not consider them. But Fjord is stiff, and a Fjord Cellier is 100% oh, yeah. moo. Fjord is stiff-ish, but stiff like Buffalo, where it still softens. Uh-huh. I'm going to fight you on Over this time. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Buffalo Cellier? I've seen one Dalmatian, Dalmatian Cellier, Kelly. Dalmatian, oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what size was that? 32. Yeah. Dalmatian is Cellier? Dalmatian That's Cellier. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I do love Dalmatian, mm-hmm. I have to say. Definitely. Orange, just... orange or black. What's yeah. your favorite Dalmatian colorway? Is it the, the white on black, the black on white? Uh, they do red, they do orange, they do green. No, it's the black on white. Classic. Classic. Black on white. Yeah. Classic, classic. Like Corella Deville. I think I prefer the white on black. Very Corella Deville, absolutely. Yeah, that would be great for her costume. Uh, if you had like a Halloween costume, Corella Deville, <laughs> that's the perfect bag to pair. Dalmatian yeah. Kelly. Oh my gosh. Pretty sure I did that a few years ago. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I remember. I painted a portrait of you. <gasps> Wait, that was at my Halloween party. <laughs> I remember this because you had yes. the my Lieber, my little broken um, yes. Judith Lieber grapes. And you're like modeling it in my living room. (laughs) I was modeling it in your living room with my little, you know, crazy wig that I was wearing. I still have those pictures, so we'll have to show a visual for the listeners. Yeah, I know that Dalmatian Kelly would have gone perfectly with it. So true. Yeah. And I was Bob Ross, so it makes sense that I then painted a, a portrait of, of you in that costume. I love that portrait. Every every person who oh, sees really? that says you. it looks so much like mm-hmm. you. It really captures you. Remember when we both... Thank you. Remember <laughs> that same party, we both showed up as Bob Ross, and we had not planned it at all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was crazy. That was, that was a year of a lot of Bob Rosses, I yeah. think. Yeah, because he had just oh, yeah. passed away, or something happened with his estate, or something. It was in the news. I think it, it was on Netflix. Okay. It came on Netflix yeah, yeah, and became yeah. big. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It became casual watching for a right. whole new generation. Like yeah. the Kate Bush of painting, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm, yeah. But anyway. Um, what's your goblin you? bag? We got to hear about, about what you goblins. What are you over? Okay, the goblin. Wait, well, we didn't get to the, what was goblin? I thought your grail was a Matt Salier 28 Kelly. Wait, 28? No, no, no. Matt? No, no, yeah, no, 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 25. 25. 25. Yeah, 25. Okay. 25. Wow, I don't even know if that exists. No, 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 it doesn't have to be Salier Moo. I've taken that all but back. It's also, oh, just a Matt. It's also Grail Max. <laughs> like, this is, we're not thinking reality here. Grail. No, 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 no. We can, yeah, right. yeah this is just like hypothetical. Keep your head in the clouds, Max. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Got it. I've seen Matt Himalaya Salier. <sighs> Kelly 25. Yeah, beautiful. That's awesome. I love that even the mini Kelly uh, Himalaya. Yeah. Did you see that? This I week? died. Oh, where? Rachel, you'll die. A oh diamond God. Himalaya mini Kelly 20. Diamond. Wow. What's what Himalaya there? mini so Kelly wild. 20. Yeah. Wow. An amazing selection of words to put together. I mean, that's like the best sentence I've ever heard uttered. That's going to be the best search engine mm-hmm. optimization title 
the cataloging. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's got all the buzzwords, oh all the yeah. like top, top, top buzzwords. I saw a dealer post it and I messaged them maybe like mere minutes after they posted it. You know, <laughs> price, please. Yeah. And, uh, and they were like, uh, so, sorry, sold honey. <laughs> sold. <laughs> it sold fast. It found sold a buyer fast. Sold honey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, you were that, you were really yeah. that bitch, weren't you, Max? Price, please. Oh my God. I'll ask. Did I'll you say PLZ? Ask. Yeah. Please tell me you said. PRC, did you say PLZ, PLZ for please? Oh, if you're gonna do it, you gotta go all in. I always put like an emoji and I'm like, amazing, must ask the price, please. You know, I'm very sweet about it. I can't believe you're a place price. People like me. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'll ask. Ain't got no yeah. shame. Um Goblin. But my goblin bag. <laughs> I keep forgetting about what we're talking about. Yeah, what do you never want to see? My least favorite colors right now. Yeah. What triggers like, you? Like long name, like the color lo- like I just wow. feel very triggered by like neon. I don't know. By what? By like lo- like the color like lime or like kiwi. Right? Kiwi is very triggering to me. It's just limoncello. It's just not my thing. I don't know what it or, is. Uh, the, what about the, sorry? What what do you how do you feel about rose tyrian? Kind of like those candy uh, colors because you said lime and like like souffre. Let me think. Souffre, yeah. Oh, no, rose rose tyrian. Like, hold on, let me just look it up real quick. It's got the white stitching <laughs> and it's um, oh super bright it's pink. Kind of the is under black light. No, no, no. I, very it doesn't bother me in the okay. same way that the yellows and the greens gotcha. do. The yellows and the greens really, it's something about the reaction that I have. It's like a, it just disturbs yeah. me. I don't know. It makes my brain vibrate or something. What was that? How do you feel about Vert Croquet? I love Vert Croquet. And Vert Fizz. Oh, I think, I, I think those are both beautiful colors. So not to trigger you, Rachel, but how do you I feel love. about Jean Bergeon? Because that's kind of in that yellow green world slightly bright but less no, bright um sorry give me so <laughs> there's so many greens and yellows yeah. no it's yeah it's just Jean oh, cute, uh, ducky yellow i love ducky, Jean ducky. Poussin. yeah i hated yeah. it when it came out it came out at the same time as glycine and oh. i was mad about just... it but now i love Jean Poussin and glycine. i always liked both of those colors so glad you came on board. Yeah. And Blue Zephyr. Ooh, that's a good one. That was like the pre-pastel yeah. era. Mm-hmm. Blue Zephyr was was Blue Broom before Blue Broom. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. Just cannot tolerate those like, those those green and yeah. green and yellow neons. Those are my goblins. You know, this reminds me of, what was that? I think it was a book, um, The Yellow Wallpaper, where she gets driven mad because of the yellow wallpaper in her room. Does anybody remember this book? Yeah. It's like a classic. Ooh, yeah. Well, there was, I don't know about the book, but there was like a type of wallpaper back in the Victorian times that was a color called Paris green and it was colored with arsenic. Yes. And it mm-hmm. actually drove people mad. Like if they had a humid home, it would actually yeah. make you it go crazy. Wild. Paris well, green. Well, that's how I feel about like... <laughs> When you see a bag, you start actually wow. going crazy. Yeah. You start going mad. So yeah, we'll stay away from um, those goblin bags. 
Yeah, I'm really curious. Definitely, definitely. And I'm sure you've covered this on your pod before, but like, what are your guys' goblin bags? Oh, so many. I have. I feel like I have a goblin bag of the moment, and it changes. Okay, so what what is it today? Midas Kelly's. <laughs> Midas Kelly. You're over it? You hate him? I do. And I know. I can hear you typing. I, no, I'm just like, wait, what? Midas Kelly? Yeah. Yeah, like half the handle is a solid chunk of 18 karat gold, and they retail for so let me explain, over hundred thousand dollars. Listener, because on, listen, let me explain. I'm stunned. I'm stunned. Let me explain, because listeners will also be confused. Because on the last episode, I was gushing over the Midas bag because of yeah. I feel like it was really trying to invoke and glom onto Scaparelli's. Um, yes. like prominence these days with yeah, Daniel Barry, you know, heading that up. So I could, mm-hmm. I can see a thread there, an aesthetic thread, and I love that. But I, I also feel like if I love something for too long, I begin to hate it. And I think I've reached that point in the week <laughs> between last wow. week and this week. So I think it's, it used to be kind of, kind of grail. I won't say grail, but kind of grail. And now I feel goblin about it. So that's what I mean about like wow. my goblins and grails are always turning over. I was gonna say like one person's goblin is another person's and grail. And both of those people because... are me. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm that's loving so, so deep. deep. Yeah, yeah, totally deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but Rachel, do you agree about the Scaparelli thread? Because I really feel like there's something to that. No, I absolutely see that when you mentioned that. But I, what I love about this this handle is it it feels like a piece of jewelry or something. It's like a bracelet. It feels like yeah. A bracelet, exactly. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly, the idea. Yeah, it's really kind yeah. of blurs the line between like handbag and and jewelry. I'm kind of loving. I'm kind of loving mm-hmm. it to be honest. True. Ask yeah. Reach out. Close off. I'm sure they have no, ha, are having trouble selling <laughs> she would, these. <laughs> she, would, she would just like give me the stink eye if I asked. You need a new essay if she's giving you stink eyes. Uh-uh. Yeah. Not in my house, my Hermes house. <laughs> they definitely have trouble selling these. I guarantee you, at a retail price of one hundred and four thousand dollars. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm trying to spend one hundred and four thousand dollars right now so i bet they're gonna be like diamond birkins where once they come onto the secondary market in like a public auction sense it'll be way yeah. at less than i really retail. wonder yeah that they'll be going yeah. for like 40 i really wonder where the midas kelly's are selling i could totally see it in the uae and dubai selling really well yeah. or maybe in Same. indonesia or somewhere in um southeast asia selling really well yeah Singapore. Singapore. more so than new york mm. or europe I mean, who knows, no. but... Well, hmm. do you really think that New York is, like, a flashy bag city? It, but it's low-key. It's, like, it's similar to how the fashion uh, weeks key. are different. Like, New York is, yes, flashy, but it's in a different way. It's more street, more practical, more athletic. So I feel like the New York collectors yeah. and people who really, like, embody what it means to be a collector in New York, they're getting that good stuff, but uh-huh. it's almost, like... There's a practicality to how they go about it. I don't know. That's just my theory. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can see that working because these are like box leather. Yes. And it's well, very box, New York leather. You know what I, I was just like singing the praises of box. I think that's why I love these Kelly so much is I just, the combination of the box yeah, and the gold stunning. is really, you know, it's, it's super contemporary, but it also has a like, I don't know. Uh, you know, it just has a vintage mm-hmm. box always has a vintage feel to me. Definitely. Oh yeah. Well, in a week I'll be loving it again. So we can gush about it next week on pod two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my goblin bag uh, or my goblin color really okay. that I never want to see again is Rose <laughs> Jaipur. <gasps> That's a hot yeah. take. Hold the presses. It's such a bad, it's not a pink, it's not an orange. I mean, maybe well, I've just seen great. way too much of it. Yeah, I think that's what it is, Max. It's become oh, yeah. too pedestrian in your mind. Yes. How I dare you? Color. Oh my gosh, the I hate, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Um, I hate it. I hate it like I hate cardamom. And I'm... cardamom is a terrible color. Okay. No, see, like, I don't... I, I hate is a very strong word. I've never seen a rose Jaipur like, bag just... I've liked. Period. Um, Where's my paper bag to breathe wow. in? <laughs> that is wow, a hot take. Wow. I have to take, take yeah. a couple seconds to absorb that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did Rose Jaipur I mean, ever do to you? I'm mad. I'm mad on behalf of Rose Jaipur. <laughs> it spent too much time in front of me. That's what it did. But Max, it's it's tied to all of the it's India collections, exactly. that era of Hermes Voyage. I love everything else mm-hmm. about those India collections more than Rose Jaipur. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know. regarding these grail and goblin bags, my question is, yes. if you could only have one bag, what would it be? Uh-huh. So this is going to be the most boring answer ever, but it would be like... it. Okay, my 28 centimeter box Kelly, I have carried that bag to death. It is so useful. It is so functional. I can carry it during the day. I can carry it at night. Like of all the bags in my collection, that is the one. Isn't I get that crazy? That's your workhorse like, bag. That's my yeah. baby. That's my workhorse bag. I mean, that's my that's your my ride girl. or die. Yes. yes. That's I my ride this. or die. Um, oh wait what was was the question what bag in my collection or if you could I... only have one bag period yeah. and you could have any bag what uh, would it be one bag right period. so would it last forever ideally. you know let's say it... ideally yeah. yeah and you could then replace ideally. it with the same bag yeah right with the same but bag. you can only have one okay, bag okay. for the rest of your life you know it's a desert island situation you can only yeah. have one gosh okay so it would definitely be a 28 centimeter kelly um, but if it, you know, I could have one bag. I don't know. Maybe it would be mm-hmm. Mad Alligator with Palladium Ooh, Hardware. Black. That. Yeah. Black. Yeah. <laughs> black. Black. Duh. Black. Duh. Don't even ask <laughs> me that. What color? Black. Uh, that's a good one, actually. You know, I could one. see that for you forever. Oh, wow. Eternity. An eternity bag. I mean, yeah. it's for an eternity yeah. bag. I was recently rewatching Shit's Creek. <gasps> And, Me too, um, actually. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there's this bit where um, the son runs off and the mom is like, what happened to my bag? I've got this bag. And like, you know, my son ran off with it. And if my son knows one thing, it's the street value of a handbag. 
and she's like my mother gave me that bag and it's been passed down in my family as like a quick source of money if we ever needed to steal away in the night we could grab this bag and i thought that was a a fascinating concept uh to use with hermes bags like what's the perfect bag that you could pass down to your daughter and granddaughter that would also be the ideal Uh thing that at any point in time they could steal away within the night and get good money for and i think it's a black crocodile kelly yeah or Birkin 25 and Matt because it's gonna hold up well like if you have to squash a bag into a another bag quickly if it's shiny crocodile Uh you'll ruin it if it's matte crocodile it'll survive that's a very good point shiny croc is so is so high maintenance yeah I feel like your mom has said that about you in the past if it's one thing my son knows (laughs) it's It's the street value (laughs) I feel like your yeah, mom has probably said that at some point in her life to someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, oh, I cut you funny. off, Rachel. You were saying something. No, but would you would you agree? Oh yeah, I mean, that's, that's extremely practical. Yeah. I might go for thirty-two, and and personally, instead of matte oh, black alligator, I would do Berenia alligator. Mm. Yeah, yeah gorgeous. Not faux Berenia alligator, but like pure Berenia alligator with no foil on the brand stamp mm-hmm. from two thousand fifteen the one year they did that yeah. i'll put a link in the chat uh-huh. check it out there's one coming up in a christie's yeah, auction which is actually cool. my dream bag i think mine would wow. probably just be a 35 uh birkin um berenia falborg because i like the Ooh. green you like that better than regular berenia I, well, if I have to choose one for the rest of my life, I like I like the green of like a Togo and a Clemence. It's classic. It's leathery, but I also love Berenia's uh-huh. material. So it's kind of like marrying both worlds for the long term. Versus a Berenia bag, like yeah. yeah, it would still give me the same satisfaction, but it's just like one step better in my opinion. Hmm. Huh. Kind of thirty five. Thirty five Birkin. Psh- Simple, basic. Yeah, I mean that's so that's yeah. so useful. You inspired me to go for the workhorse bag, Rachel. I'm sorry, I'm just no, so a, boring. I wish that I could. No, I like that. If it's only one, right. you know, it's got to work for you. If it's only one, it has to work yeah. in every. And that's a hard situation. bag to find that would work in every situation. Yeah. But to Rachel's decision, I, just, I actually think even like a black twenty-eight, like you're saying, you could pull that off in an evening situation. No, it is a good mm-hmm. evening bag, uh, for sure. Especially if you know, dip, you know, it goes with everything, and it's just like a, an extremely like mm-hmm. elegant bag. Yeah, you and know? you'd go for palladium hardware. Is- do you wear white gold jewelry? Do you yeah. match your hardware to your jewelry? What do you think about that? No, I don't. I'm a rebel. <laughs> you mix I just and match. Mix Love that. Match. Yes. But, um, I just think there's something very fun and kind of like edgy about having mm. about palladium hardware. And, well, it know, was introduced in 1996. Holiday. It's extremely contemporary. <laughs> extremely, extremely mm. contemporary yeah. for Birkins and Kellys. <laughs> it was introduced in '96 for Birkins. Yeah, and nearly as old as we are. But as far as so I know, so contemporary. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way that a Kelly like classes yeah. up an outfit. Yeah, you know. So true. I, I think the Kelly's better at that than the Birkin for sure. Even though I'm a Birkin girl, it's the Kelly is there's something yeah. I it's either it's yeah, like you were saying, Rachel, it's the shape and the lines and the silhouette and also Grace Kelly's the con you know, the bag is a conduit for her spirit. I love that. 
I'm going to carry that into the yeah. future. Yeah. Post pod. Please yeah. do. Please. I'm sorry, I feel embarrassed even asking this, but like, what do you guys think of like Twall Kellys? Like, I'm such, I love them. I love them bit. too. I, just, I love the casual practicality. Casual practicality. Like, I'm in, like, I know you love to paint. Oh, that's true. But you know, you can also clean Twall if it gets dirty. You just use a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. I was going to say, how do you, how do you um, care for Mr. Twall? Clean Magic Eraser. Hands down. And it will just take off yeah. like and it won't, and it really? won't damage the color like it won't like no because it's just water on like a sponge with a certain texture mm -hmm. so there's no chemicals yeah, you yeah. don't use soap yeah. um it just sort of lifts off the dirt nicely yeah i was always wondering if i'd have to bring it to like a dry cleaner or not a dry cleaner but you know someone that specializes in like cleaning you know yeah. it's difficult because when it's like a mixture of leather and fabric yeah, like, yeah. you have to be that? careful with the dry Definitely. cleaners because i um actually a long time ago it's a bit foggy of a memory but we sent out a twall kelly yeah twall kelly and we sent it to a low grade shouldn't have done it low grade repair place and they did uh dry clean it but because they dry cleaned it the interior leather was really destroyed yeah. oh that's so, so that's painful <laughs> use the mr clean yeah. stay away yeah. from steam and water yeah. just stay away even water it's like the heat i'm telling you it's heat and yeah. water is the devil yeah exactly yeah. water's not so bad for the twall no but no for the twall it's probably fine but if it's backed with leather that's right you just gotta be you know delicate. and i don't know what it does to the interfacing yeah. if it shrinks the interfacing or right do we know what the interfacing is i don't know. I... <laughs> open it oh. up and see i learned it a long time ago and i don't remember not me now. you can yeah. I want to say cotton or wool blend, I mean, something like that, but I can't remember. That's probably wrong, so don't quote me on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if anybody knows, it's you. If anybody. So. Or um, Peter Nitz probably knows. Okay. These people who take apart bags for a living probably know more than me. <laughs> yeah. Tanner Leatherstein. Love him. He's so great. He, yeah. Although, I will say his, his videos give me the same kind of agita as, like, uh, Whatever we were talking about earlier, I can't remember. The yes, bag. it's I. Just, there's yeah. just something about ripping apart a bag that I just can't get behind. I know it's educational, and I want to finish the video, and I do finish the video, but yeah. I don't know. It's trauma. <laughs> mm -hmm. It does. It feels wrong. It's fun trauma, though. It's like a gory horror right. movie. That's how I should think about it. Yeah, you're so right. Mm -hmm. You're so right. Like watching Saw. Yeah, it's like you show children scary movies so that they think life is less scary. It's like psychology. <laughs> if you show bags being torn apart, you'll think wearing your bag is less scary. <laughs> it's a form of a whatever it's called desensitization. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's horrible, but also amazing. <laughs> um. So, Rachel, what's the What's the vibe like in Hermes stores these days? Because, you know, it's changed, hasn't well, it? Okay, so I can speak to the Madison Hermes store. Which is one of the which major stores. Yeah, which you guys have obviously mm -hmm. been to since its renovation. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, decor-wise, the vibe is, like, on point. I 
was there last week on the men's floor and they like had rotated out all the rugs and decor for like the fall and winter season. Like they're really going for it in terms of like design. I love um, the little bar too. You can go get a little cocktail, a little coffee. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Little cocktail, little coffee, little, uh, they serve. It's brilliant for the husbands. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. to keep them busy. That store also really needed a refurb. So I'm so glad it finally happened for them. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but so I haven't not been a long-time client of Hermes. I'm kind of like embarking on my journey. But from the sense that I get of it, get from it is that like among the essays, there's a lot of competition for bags is what they're saying. Like, you know. Um, it's very, com- yeah, it's very competitive among them. And I think that's kind of um, like lowering the morale a little bit, mm. really determining like what you can get, you know. I think there's like, like once, a lot of people have- coming into the retail oh. market trying to get bags. There's a lot of newcomers. Uh, do I think there's a lot of newcomers? I'm not entirely sure. Do you think it's more competition um, among like uh, existing clients? Because does your Hermes journey stretch back to the previous Madison location? No, it doesn't. I mean, I had, I didn't start seriously until like maybe not even like a year ago. So I did not start seriously until then, you know, I really should have gotten that before then, but. They're also restricting um, supply. That's the real kicker for the essays. Like you just aren't able to get as many bags for your clients as you used to as a single essay. Totally. But it's like, once they go into the back, into that supply closet, like what they pull is what you get. They yes. cannot go back there again. You get one shot. So you better be very specific and clear about what you want because, yeah. um, you know, that's it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And I've that's heard this, Rachel, but maybe you can confirm, like, the, you have to kind of buy whatever they give you or show you kind of because if you don't they cut you off yeah in your experience i think that's kind of like the unspoken rule yeah. i don't know Is i mean i think a lot of stuff on purse forum and stuff I, I think it depends on who you are and how long you've been shopping yes. Yeah. yes and the day because sometimes you just get really lucky and it's crazy so no sometimes you get really really lucky i mean it just depends on the day so i think as often as you can go in there without being too like needy and annoying is ideal. If you can just go in there and show your face, that's why like being a local, I think is, you know, has its benefits going there, get this, get that. How often do you go in? Do would you say like monthly, bi-monthly? A month. Like once a month. Yeah. Once a month, yeah. Do you I do any pre-spend? Pre-spend? Yeah. Like bait merchandise just to get access. To oh, you, have, I mean, you can't just go in. <laughs> Well, yeah, obviously, I mean, but some people just don't mess with the bait stuff, and they're like, "I don't even want to try that game." You know? Well, they're they established. Still get bags. They're they're what? They're established. No, they're established. They've established themselves in some way already. You have to establish yourself, I think. Yeah. So you know, I mean, luckily, I really like Hermes product in general, and so I'm not like buying things that I'm not going to use or like toss away or something. So. But so no, so that's been my sort of like, you know, my observations from the, the retail experience at the moment. What's um, your favorite I do store in New York City? Well, definitely Matt. Yeah, that was kind of obvious yeah. stuff. I mean, <laughs> but just the meatpacking store is like so 
yeah. teeny tiny. Yeah. Like and the Wall Street that. store is even smaller. Yeah. Oh, there's a Wall Street store. The Wall I Street store know. is for men, let's be honest. The men's store. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's just, sorry, I actually know some clients who have had a lot of success getting bags at Wall Street because it's an underserved, it's like, you know, people don't think about it. Interesting. Yeah. Especially if you've got a husband that likes plain white shirts. Yeah. Ties. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever happened to the Williamsburg <laughs> store? They were going to do that and then it's still coming? I think it's coming, yeah. but I think for now it only does cosmetics and yeah. silk. Well, didn't they they put the Hermes gym there also? Right, a little tempo, oh. popo. Yeah. Which I never oh. went to, but I was debating. I couldn't get a res. Yeah, same. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Hermes in their events. Seriously. There's something going on in <laughs> Chicago right now, like, a, you know, the making of Hermes, or they have some craftspeople making mm-hmm. stuff and showing things off. That's so cute. Yeah, it's so coinciding cute. with they, they re, uh, renovated and reopened the Chicago store, which is a big one. Oh, nice. Do you think it's worth visiting Chicago? I think it's over <laughs> by now. Oh. It's over. I really want them to do an exhibition like that in New York. It's been like 10 years since they've done something mm-hmm. like that in New York. And the Williamsburg gym thing yeah. doesn't count. <laughs> no. Wow, Max. Fine. Hate no. on Brooklyn. Fine. <laughs> It's not like an exhibition. It's not like a petite H thing, like a leather forever. No. No, no, it's a total PR thing. It doesn't count. There was a teeny tiny little exhibition, a little display case at Madison on the top floor Mm -hmm. that had Rouge Osh over the years, which I thought was darling. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, they've got beautiful displays on the top floor. Yeah, Yeah. I would love if they started making exhibits like that like let's pick something really nerdy and just like show us the history of this thing that we would never even have asked for you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like the rouge that's amazing yeah they should have done a big traveling exhibition of bolides for the 100 year anniversary oh my gosh bolides you know what i've been obsessed with recently is the margella for hermes um collections Mm -hmm. you know the runway collections have you guys ever looked at those oh yeah 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 very familiar. Fabulous. Not a lot of not a lot of bags. I no. saw some planes. Mm-hmm. I saw some bolides mm-hmm. and like two Kellys. They yeah. did not show a lot of bags. He didn't design he- much. There's like one bag that's attributed to him. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Which is very is- sort of odd looking and yeah, lumpy. I mean, I did not yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. What's it called? The la bag. La bag. Yeah, la bag. La tote. La bag. Yeah, something like that. It's like oh, the yeah. the lot. Yeah, la not bag. the L A tote. That's different. Yes. Right. It's got like a pocket. Yeah. This he, was called, rumored yeah, to have, he was rumored to have cut a Kelly in half. <laughs> I could see it. Uh, so that's what Jean-Paul de Gaultier did to create the JPG. He cut it in half, but there was... <laughs> Hermes was fully expecting Margiela to, like, de- of course, deconstruct. Mm. Yeah. Uh, send bags and kind of put them back together that was sort of his thing yeah my but i don't think it ever happened yeah no he never did bags really yeah no never did bags so my my forever my forever goblin bag is that you brought it up it's a jpg birkin no i love it no no can't accept it it's back it's hot i love it a blue jean jpg is a goblin to me so goblin so is orange age but blue jeans worse i think if you so, can imagine. 
they have been pushing blue jean really hard mm. like at the it's store. back new blue jean so it's back i like yeah. blue jean it's just what you do with the blue jean matters <laughs> yeah yeah no it's actually really nice but you know i was like suggesting talking about different blues my essay was like how do you start <laughs> color blue jean and i was like that's not an old color she's like no it's not it's new <laughs> it's like like i've been doing this a lot longer than you and that's an old color <laughs> secondhand embarrassment she knew it she knew it did you just turn around and leave <laughs> I, I was just like eh, that's my thing. yeah yeah how, how do you feel about blue jean and croc versus leather because it's kind of a different color but it's horrible in croc it doesn't age well either it's yellow uh, it's terrible oh horrible horrible yeah i mean i would prefer it i prefer it like you know i'd almost prefer a jpg in leather than i would croc oh 100 oh a croc jpg fabulous that's all i can Mm, love it my dream is the denim and berenia jpg birkin that that belongs in a museum that's fabulous i've seen a few of them i love it (laughs) I think I'll faint. <laughs> you just fainted. Yeah. I can't yeah. handle this conversation. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. There's this collector who has a leopard print pony hair, JPG Birkin. Wow. I mean, that's amazing. That's that's just for the history. Yeah. Just for the history of it. There needs to be a JPG exhibition. I just want to see all the iterations. <laughs> I once saw a Japanese dealer have a Bert Annie and Tangerine Ostrich JPG Birkin. Wow. Oh if I, no. I didn't think it could get worse. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the best one I've ever seen. I wish half these people were on Instagram. You know? <laughs> True. <laughs> I just want to see their collections. But Max, do you think that qualifies it as a clown bag or no? I mean... What's the definition of a clown bag? Something where, you know, the two colors or three colors are sort of on the opposite ends of the color spectrum from each other? Orange and green, totally. Well, I would say it's a bag that has more than one color where the two colors compete for dominance. That's how I will define the the clown bag phenomenon. Mm -hmm. So we're not talking about like black and gray or like black and raisin or anything like that it has to be two they have to be competing with each other right neither one's black or white right yeah because those don't compete or brown they always match or gray so you no do you think orange h and verit anise compete too much do you would yes yeah okay. that's a clown bag so a clown yeah bag. Okay. <laughs> yeah totally right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. but a clown bag is not necessarily a bad bag we love clowns no. <laughs> on this pod we are friends of clowns <laughs> Yeah, this is a clown-positive pod. Oh my gosh. Rachel, how do you feel about clown bags? Would you own one? I just, it's not my, I mean, like, if someone gave, if someone gifted me, you know, I would, I would appreciate it for, like, the artfulness of it. Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of like a, a fetishistic object. Yeah, okay, I I can see that, yeah, definitely. In the Freudian sense, sure, yeah. Yeah, the Freudian sense, but, um. Is it my style? Would I wear it? Um, not, not really. I can't see it for you. No. I mean, maybe like, maybe on a crazy night out. Who knows? Oh, it could happen. Maybe you could do like a little. Uh, we were talking about doing like a, 
Y2K throwback to like Nobu. Or no, not Nobu. What we're talking about, Budokan or? Wow, yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot about Budokan. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. Yeah, like I get all dressed up in a pair of Louboutins and a clown bag and go to Budokan and capture cosmos. Yeah, that could work. (laughs) That's great. I love it. (laughs) My question is, when you go out carrying a bag, an Hermes bag, to a place where you expect other people to potentially be carrying Hermes bags, people you know or people you don't know. Uh-huh. What is your hope for the evening? Like, how do you hope that your Hermes, you carrying your Hermes bag, will come across to people you know or do not know who may or may not also be carrying Hermes bags at so, socially? Yeah, socially. So here's the deal. Right. I have a very complicated relationship with Hermes because on the one hand I'm obsessed with sort of the like we talked about the history and the craftsmanship of the bags I think that they're the best handbags in the world they represent something like really you know kind of how I want all fashion to be Mm -hmm. but then on the other hand I think there's this like really tacky side of Hermes Mm -hmm. where it's just like full and conspicuous consumption and they're just trying to get the the loudest and newest and greatest bags and they just want to sort of show them off and see and be seen so ideally i would like to be perceived as somebody who um like appreciates hermes and its legacy but doesn't need to like shove it in your face if that makes sense yeah that's perfect Mm. like because i've been out and i've seen i don't know if i can name drop this but i've seen well i've seen some people that are very sort of like high profile in their MS world with some other people that are very high profile in their MS world and they're carrying just the craziest bags. Mm-hmm. And I just get this feeling deep in my heart that they just want to sort of, they're, they're, they want their egos to be massaged. Yeah. Right? Mm. They don't actually right. care about like, the bags. They don't really care about the bags. They're stunting. You know? It's pure stunting. stunting. That's really what it's it is. Stunt. It's a stunt. Yeah. And you don't I stunt. don't like to stunt. That's the no. thing. I don't think Stunting you know? is low vibration. But do you still hope to um, like connect with other Hermes <laughs> folks when you carry them? Like you, you hope to signal uh, yourself as a member of the, the club. tribe? Yeah, they do. Yeah. I just think that within the tribe, there's a lot of like other sort of niche communities. Mm-hmm. It's like one big tribe yeah. with like mini tribes inside yeah, of it. Definitely. Different war parties. <laughs> you want to you wanna speak to the woman who's going to appreciate your yes. box? Yeah, I do. More than some Faubourg Birkin. Not that I don't love and appreciate a Faubourg Birkin, but, you know, it's kind of like... Time and place. Um, I hate to bring this up, but like quiet luxury, mm-hmm. you know? It's a different... Stealth well. Yeah, mm-hmm. different, it's a different type of... Um, yeah, that Martha moment. Yeah. It's, a Mar- it's the Martha moment. Yeah, you bring up stealth and wealth and quiet luxury, and I deign to say this is a yes but is there an element of old money new money in this well i'm neither old money nor new money <laughs> in mindset i'm thinking in terms of mindset not like literally oh, in terms old, of mindset. yeah because quiet luxury is kind of a mindset i think yes so yes old money as a mindset new money as a mindset yeah i think the new money is like look at i drive like this crazy car and I have this crazy watch and like I'm wearing head to toe Gucci, like the newest stuff. And I have this crazy bag and it's just, it's 
just too confectionery. It's yeah. too over the top for me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Good word. that's a perfect word so, for it. Actually, it is confectionery completely. Confectionery. It lacks. It lacks like real yeah. sort of like. Some people have a sweet yeah, tooth. No, some people do. I'm not. I'm not here to knock anybody because I can appreciate it all. No. But my sweet mm. tooth is a little bit more reserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit more dark. A little, I'm a little more dark chocolate. You know, I'm mm. a little more old world and not new world. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Definitely Miss, Miss Box Kelly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think so. I definitely see that. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, to each and her, each his and her own, you know. We can still judge. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Um, secretly judge. <laughs> oh, always <laughs> judging. Silently judging. Silently judging with a look of disapproval. <laughs> yes. But um, not that I won't like give a woman a nod and a wink when I see her out with a forward working. Like you cannot. Yeah. yeah oh, totally. Yeah. It's girl code. It's the least. The least that she you can do. It's yeah. Hermes girl code. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's girl code. And especially if she's like really like well dressed mm-hmm. and like you know. If she's pulling it like together, a, yeah. Yeah. If she's pulling it, if she's making it happen, she's making it work, then it's not all about the bag. You gotta have a full ensemble. Yeah. It's a full ensemble. It's like an arrow. Yeah, don't let the bag wear you. The bag cannot wear you, you yes. wear the bag. Exactly. With his boss. <laughs> Very important. You gotta show it his boss. With your outfit. With your look. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can find Bag Talk clips and more fun stuff on our TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. So find us over there, and we'll catch all you handbag girlies next week. Bye! Bye!